Although only a little more than 1% of the electorate, the Indian American voter has become a demography to reckon with in the US elections. For one, they form the second largest immigrant population naturalized as US citizens in the country, and two, they're also the highest earning group according to Pew Research Center with a median income of 1 million dollars in 2015, which is nearly the double of the national average that year. They're fighting elections, they're politically vocal, and they're also making significant donations towards both the Republican and Democratic parties. An estimate of about $3 million towards the Democrats this election season and about $1 million towards President Trump. Now, as both parties are trying to tap into this demography in the key states, who will the Indian Americans likely vote for? In this podcast, we bring you the voices of some eminent Indian Americans to answer that. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Shalpuri. There is an estimate of about 2.5 million potential Indian-American voters in the 2020 presidential elections. Moreover, in eight of the swing states, that are Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Texas and Wisconsin, there are about 1.3 million Indian-American voters. And neither of the political parties are leaving any stone unturned to appeal to the small but influential community. If the Republican camp is highlighting PM Modi and President Trump's bonhomie, the Democratic camp's nomination of Senator Kamala Harris, the first black American Indian VP candidate, is speculated to have an electrifying effect on the voters. If the Trump faction has launched the Indian Voices for Trump coalition to highlight India-US relations... The Biden campaign has roped in South Asian celebrities like Mindy Kaling, Kumail Nanjiani, Lily Singh and others in the South Asian Bloc Party fundraiser. And although traditionally the community has always favoured the Democratic ticket, a survey showed that the Trump side is also managing a little success. To quote some figures from the Indian American Attitude Survey or IAAS, conducted between 1st to 20th September in partnership with the research and analytics firm YouGov, 72% of the registered Indian American voters supported Biden, but the Trump-supporting Indian Americans has also grown to 22% from the 16% who supported him in 2016. Although data suggests that India-US relations is not a primary factor for the demography in the upcoming elections, one of the reasons for the slight shift towards Trump may be the result of the Modi effect as was visible at the Howdy Modi rally, and another could be the Democratic side's criticism of the Modi government. But while Trump is gaining some support, he's also losing some among the Indian-American community for his anti-immigration policies. As we know, illegal immigration has always been a favourite election pitch with Trump, with his admin continuously tightening or suspending H-1B visa policies that hits Indian workers the hardest. Moreover, while on one hand the Trump campaign launches coalitions, like Indian Voices for Trump, on the other hand he criticises India and also puts trade relations in jeopardy. And the Quinn spoke to some Indian-American voters ahead of the 3rd November election to know what will determine the votes for the community and what they think about each of the candidates. Padma Bhushan awardee Ved Nanda says that many of the student visa holders have been hurt badly from Trump's visa policies. And Indian-Americans, many of them who are on H-1B, many of the students who are around, they had been hurt badly. Um, you can put the blame on all sides, everywhere, but I think the administration did not do 
what any federal government ought to have been doing. Dr. Bharat Barai, who is an oncologist and community activist, and Mr. Ravi Tilak, former trustee of American Indian Foundation, say that Trump's erratic policies is sending the wrong message to the community's voters. People do not like his erratic performance and erratic talk. His own mother was an immigrant. His wife is an immigrant. So for him to be against immigrants, I think he can word his message better. If he wants to say that we want immigration based on the merits, and number two, he is very erratic in what he does. On one side, he praises the Indian American community. On the other side, he goes on rampage against the immigrant. What Bharat Bhai said that the consistency of the messages uh, are not uh, the consistency is not there. So today, you want to be. Uh, siding with trump tomorrow you want you don't want to be siding with trump and that is the roller coaster that the indian community in uh, us has been uh, suffering as a result of uh, his domestic policies internationally whatever he is doing i think indian american community community is totally with him he has progressed his ideas of america first very well and that has been appreciated uh, quite a lot. Um, he has also done uh, an amazing uh, reversal uh, in taxes, in taxation. All that sideline money which is sitting in the wings and in the pockets is quickly going to come back uh, and show itself uh, in the stock market. It is, as, as you know. And therefore, it's a roller coaster ride with President Trump. Uh, the thing is, so long as it has an upward trend in that roller coaster, everything will be fine. And we hope that he is able to maintain that. So do Indian Americans think that Biden's election will bring better tidings when it comes to immigration policies? Mr. Nanda believes it will. I can tell you that. Because at the present time, the United States is violating the refugee law. <clears throat> it's violating asylum law. It's violating the issue. These are children who are separated from their parents, people who come to seek in this country asylum, and they are sent back to Mexico and say, stay there. So if Biden comes into power, I think at the present time, I can say that, that immigration policy will be changed. In Biden's policy group is one of my former students. And he is playing a major role on the immigration issues. So the immigration part, I know that. And because of uh, Kamala Harris and uh, her second name is Devi, Kamala Devi Harris. And she always talks about her mother, Shamla. And uh, you know, when she was young, she used to go to the temples. She used to go to India. And so she hasn't lost her heritage. And that also has got having some bearing upon Indian Americans. But Dr. Barai says that the community is upset with Biden's opinion on Kashmir and NRC. Biden's agenda for Muslim American communities includes a call to the Indian government as well to, quote, take all necessary steps to restore rights for all the people of Kashmir, end quote, and also notes that NRC-CA is, quote, inconsistent with the country's long tradition of secularism and with sustaining a multi-ethnic and multi-religious democracy, end quote. 
people who are of my generation think a lot about India and also Indian American community. The next generation, my children, they think mostly about themselves, local Indian Americans, little about India. Trump did better than the first debate. It was not chaotic. It was more civilized. I don't think that will change much. As you know, in any election, uh, people vote for different reasons. There are Bible Belt people who are evangelicals. They are going to vote for Trump, no matter what his performance. Most of the African-Americans are going to vote for Biden, no matter what his performance. In the Indian-American, people are very upset about what was written in the Muslim page of Biden's plank. Though we have successfully conveyed that through the senators that we know, as well as directly to Vice President Biden, our concern. And on 22nd September, it was conveyed to him on one-to-one -one basis <clears throat> about Kashmir and CAA. On this note, it's also perhaps significant to point out that although Indians of all religious faiths prefer Biden to Trump, as per the survey, a higher number of Muslim Indian American respondents, about 82%, preferred Biden, while among the Hindu American respondents, 67% supported him. The survey also points out that the latter community is also the most supportive of Trump. But speaking of the Kamala Harris factor now, her nomination is likely to have some bearing on which way the votes go, as Mr. Nanda says, and even the survey data supports it. If I could just go back to the survey for a minute, 45% of the respondents indicated that Harris's selection made them more likely to vote in November, while just 10% indicated that it made them less likely to vote. Another 40% said that it made no difference either way. And as for why they support her, 26% of the respondents favoured her for her Indian-American origins, 19% said they support her centrist politics, and 16% because she's a woman. But 15% also said that Harris made them more enthusiastic about Biden's candidacy because they believe that she will strengthen India-US ties. So while Harris's candidacy does seem to have a significant impact on the voters, her vocal criticism of the quote-unquote human rights abuses in Kashmir is unlikely to go down well among some of the members of the community. Dr. Barai says that he will be cautious about her. The young generation, like my daughter, they, are, they feel about it, but they were going to vote Democrat anyway. So I don't think it's really going to make that much difference. My generation, some of the people who consider themselves strong Hindus, they feel that she better behave because she had tried to make some statement that, oh, Kashmiris, we are with you. And when Pramila Jaipal tried to gate crash into a meeting with Dr. Jayashankar, that time the Indian embassy said that that was not our agreement. These four people were going to meet. Actually, she was never invited. She is not even a member of that committee. And at that point, she was trying to gate crash herself. And Kamala Harris made a statement that, oh, foreign minister of another country cannot choose who should meet. Well, she should have done better homework and find out what was the agreement. She did not have much of an experience as a senator till recently, but we'll have to see. So right now, I will not make a judgment one way or the other, except that I'll be cautious about her don't think that she is going to take more than two to five percent of the Indian American votes towards her side. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, Geo Savan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. 
For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quinn's website and check out our other podcasts.